Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Girl Era! Yay! How are you, Ruth? I'm doing okay. My... This is such a first world problem, and I told you about this and you completely ignored me. On Friday, I discovered not one, two grey hairs. Oh yeah, I did ignore that. And you completely ignored it. That was actually Saturday, because I was out swimming. Did I wash my hair on Saturday? I thought that was Friday. Because um, I was with my friend and you showed me the video, or you sent me a video and I was like, Ruth has a grey hair. Well, I was <laughs> freaking out and I woke my brother up because he was like, what? And I was just like, I've had two grey hairs. But they were so prominent and I was just like this. So yeah, so now my life's going downhill. Oh. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm great. <laughs> oh, bar that I'm great. Yeah. We're thriving. Yeah. Actually, on the way over here, I, so obviously I was, driving over here and there was a car in front of me pretty much like most of the way on the motorway didn't really like notice and then as I like came off still in front of me like through like the roundabouts like blah 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 and then we're stopped at a light so they're still in front of me and um and the next thing like I see a hand come out the window and like wave and I was like oh my god who are they waving at that's so cute they must know someone across oh, that's the road that's a weird instinct for you to have my instinct would have been like why the fuck are they waving at me oh no I was like oh my god they're waving at someone like that's so cute they must know them and then I was like <laughs> and I looked in the car and I was like they're waving at me I know them it's my friend <laughs> and I was like oh my god that is such so an idiot weird. but like it was so cute because I <laughs> followed her all the way down the road because she was going to work in Cornell's Court so like I literally just followed her the whole way that is so that's so funny because I was so early in the so morning. shout out to you because you, you might be listening so hey <laughs> oh sorry yeah. I didn't see you sooner <laughs> um, but yeah I thought that was funny okay this week's topic, as you guys know, we like to keep things lighthearted, but we also, we're like, going to address the uh, shit that needs to be addressed. Exactly, yes. So, me and Ruth both watched Seaspiracy um, over, like, the last few days. Yeah. And we're kind of just going to talk about it, our thoughts. Yeah. Maybe the concept like, in general as well, because I'm sure not a lot of people have seen it, but if you have watched it, it probably will make more sense. Yeah, and just kind of like what we took away from it as well. Yeah, it's just going to be our opinions. We're not going to push shit on you. We're no. not going to be like... <laughs> because I think that's like one of the main complaints about that, is that it was yeah. really like a forceful... One-sided. And like one-sided and stuff. But I think overall, I know that that is an issue, but I think overall it's trying to get a message across. And yeah. it's because it's so impactful it does actually get the message across yeah and I think I just think they could have gone about it a different way yeah but it is all about just educating people and I think that's probably the, the most important thing that people can do yeah is just educate yourselves and I told everybody on my Instagram I was like guys <laughs> educate yourself come on now <laughs> come on now yeah okay so basically we're just gonna start off with like what one of the like the main issue is like yeah rubbish in the ocean yeah trash garbage yeah. All of that stuff. And basically it's how it like the documentary says that like forty six percent of the Great Pacific garbage patch is like fishing nets and like fishing like waste and like all the like waste to do with that, like not just like nets, like everything. And to put it the size of that garbage patch is one point six million kilometers squared. Which is something that I can't even I can't even comprehend, comprehend how big that is. like that just sounds absolutely massive. And um, me and Ruth also actually watched. Um, it was an IGTV of this woman. Oh yes. Um, what's her, her name? Was sorry. she says it's Finn in the yeah. Get her Instagram up there. So if anybody's curious, her name is Finn. I'm not gonna say her second name because I don't know how yeah. to pronounce it. But basically, her Instagram is called Saltwater Stories 
Me. But she basically just kind of she's a marine biologist and has masters and she she has the science. Yeah, and she's worked in the industry in different like in the fishing industry and like different you know all like yeah, for stuff like, like that. Ten so she years. Kind of did like a reaction video, I suppose, yeah. to the documentary and like her thoughts as somebody who is like in the industry and she also said a fact in her video that sixty percent of the macro plastics in I think it was in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is fishing waste. So that's actually so like all together as a whole, like that's more than half of yeah. it is the problem. So that's the while like we have our own plastic problems that we do, like as humans, yeah. The fishing is the main yeah. situation. Like we can we can sip from our metal straws all that we like, but that's not gonna fully conquer and combat yeah. the issue which is crazy yeah, it's a bit. I actually thought it was interesting because um, you're one Finn I actually I know it's so cool I actually um, originally wanted to do marine biology that does like, not surprise me I know like I wanted to do like marine biology or like zoology like I wanted to do science but I wanted to do it like on the ocean because like anybody who knows me knows I am obsessed with dolphins like I love dolphins they're like literally my favourite animal like I love them always have ocean adore it so like yeah I was just like oh my god like that actually could have been me like that's what I wanted to do <laughs> which oh. is so random but sorry you still could yeah but I'm not going to because <laughs> I have so many other things that I'm doing it's <laughs> a little side project oh by the way I'm a Mua I'm a tattoo stick and poke person I'm also marine biologist and a podcaster <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, but actually, the start of the documentary, like Seaspiracy, starts off with showing um, like whales and dolphins that are getting killed. Off. So specifically, there's a place called Taiji, and it's like off the coast of Japan. And they had a guest on the documentary, Rick O'Barry. So I actually already like followed him, knew who he was, oh, because cool. his own documentary that he did a few years ago called The Cove is devastating so like Ruth you said you watched Blackfish before yeah that was I think Blackfish was one of the first sort of like not even just to do with the ocean I think that was the first kind of documentary documentary about like this is what's happening and I just remember watching it being like I had no idea like I did and I didn't you know what I mean like after that though I was like I I had an idea but it was like a it was very much like pushed pushed under the carpet like yeah, yeah it happens but then watching it you're kind of like what the fuck but like think about how upset you were like watching that and then watching this so like the cove specifically like i won't i won't say in case people um don't want to like hear but like there's a specific scene that like you literally just like ball your eyes out like it's kind of shown in seaspiracy as well just like the image the of them all graphic like yeah. into in that one space oh that scene yeah, yeah. sorry also if you're going to watch seaspiracy just gonna warn you that there's, yeah, there's a lot of warning, there's say, a lot yeah. of graphic scenes yeah and if you or even somebody that has like a sensitive stomach there is it's gruesome yeah, they, it is, they, it is they kind of don't hold things back with some of the no. stuff that they show so we're going to warn you that now if you do yeah. plan on watching it exactly so like I thought that that was really like shocking that like they just like mass kill these animals and it was saying in Seaspiracy how it's like they do it because of like pest control to like combat because basically they've like overfished so there's like a lack of fish but they use the excuse that it's like the dolphins eating all the fish so we need to kill the dolphins <sighs> So that there's more fish for us to fish. Yeah, and, that made know, that, that, that was one of the ones that blew my mind. So I was like, 
can like can you hear yourself like listen to what you're saying yeah you're literally giving out to this animal for like trying to survive yeah so your solution to like trying to help the animal survive is by stopping surviving I know it's like like it just it's actually horrifying um, but also your one whose video that we watched said that some of the information is kind of inaccurate which I actually did make sense to me that they didn't mention this too so they say in Seaspiracy how they're killing them off and but they're just killing them and like that's it but in the cove you actually find out that um, some of the dolphin meat is being like sold as like whale meat and dolphin meat is like exceptionally high in mercury like you can't eat like you'll get mercury poisoning yeah. if you eat it but they're like selling this falsely like advertising it so the amount of people that are getting like mercury poisoning and like things like that like it's actually like it's so corrupt like it's so yeah that's the whole thing uh, like I'm, I'm actually really glad that I watched her documentary so shout out to one of my friends who actually sent us that video because why I probably wouldn't have seen it otherwise but I did I know would, some I, of the bits that were kind of said I was like yeah, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't have known I wouldn't have known yeah. any of that I would have taken Seaspiracy as what it is no, if I, I hadn't you watched definitely her documentary have to, yeah take so, it with like it, the take away yeah. the main message but like a lot of it is portrayed in like such a like harsh way one-sided slightly like, racist way and we won't lie yeah no and like um, a lot of people it's very just like bashing yeah like i think someone was saying that now that the white west are woke they're sending death threats to like you know small communities and people who actually like need to fish yeah so i think that's actually like i even at the end of the documentary they show your man who now this is so like that scene was so sad where they killed the pilot whales but i that understood one, that one broke me i understood where he was coming from because he's just like a one person and yeah. he's going out and like that's just his like small livelihood yeah the issue is with like the massive like yeah that's and, it. like ships and like literally they're like huge yeah and that's what they're going around with their like massive nets and just like scooping up like literally like finn's um igtv was basically saying the size of these boats are like take dublin's biggest building turn it on its side and then add another one of it beside it and that's how big these fishing boats are so um that's one of the main issues is that it's not necessarily all of the fishing industry it is just the big fuckers they're big like giant yeah giant 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 so like the word of it is like the bycatch basically yeah which is like causes what you know there's so many things so here i wrote down one of the facts Ten thousand dolphins off the coast of france are killed as bycatch like i think that's every year and it's i don't know if this is the world or a specific area but it's like three hundred thousand whales and dolphins are killed every year as bycatch yeah do you want to explain what bycatch is it's basically so like those massive nets that are like going through the sea picks up obviously the fish that they're trying to catch but like in the same area Mm -hmm. there's going to be like dolphins there's going to be whales sea turtles all of them they just get stuck and put like into this net too and then when they take them up they're already like in the nets like on the boat Mm -hmm. and they're just like Either, in like, other words killed. like they don't care they'll just take whatever comes in yeah the also the sharks as well yeah like literally. they're all just in there and then sometimes the sharks sometimes they'll just kill them but then obviously the whole like shark fin industry as well they'll just chop their shark their fins off and then throw them back and leave them to die like pouring blood like sorry 
it's just it's, it's so upsetting it's watching like, this. like it, it's it's the part like that that got me because i was like that's like the really unnecessary yeah. killing it's like you do not need these animals so i was like can you not figure out a better way if you have to do all this fucking giant um fishing can you not find a better way to maybe like not sweep up the animals that you like aren't yeah. looking for so to speak it's just like with the sharks i because like i took notes while i was like watching all of these things so we've like lost 80 to 90 percent of the population of sharks in the last few decades that like creates an enormous hole in the ecosystem because the way it was explained is that sharks are like the apex predator so mm-hmm. they're like at the top of the food chain yeah but then if they're gone the like next level in the food chain is going to like overpopulate and then they'll feed on their source of food which because they're overpopulated they will need a lot of that food and they'll basically decline that population so much that that will go instinct because there's so many of them then they'll yeah. go instinct and it just like works it has way a all the way down huge knock-on effect it's not even necessarily like overfishing killing the animals it's also like the impact that this is having on the environment like i didn't realize uh, to the extent of how much the ocean also impacts the survival yeah of like the, the whole planet the oxygen so that was stuff. yeah that really blew my mind yeah the oxygen and like like the all of the like plant life in the sea is just like it's it's madness I, this is why i think people need to watch it just to get education so just a fact along with all of that is that the coastal plants take in 20 times more carbon than the rainforests um and as well 93 percent of the world's co2 is stored in the ocean so that's like that's a lot like that's obviously lot. i think what what's the world 70 percent water anyway or something like that i think it's like 80 percent yeah it's, so it's, it's, it's a definitely lot. like so it's basically the majority like, if we don't like have this then like what's gonna clean the carbon dioxide from our air like what's gonna yeah, give us it's not as easy air. as getting your vacuum and just kind of like <laughs> get your dice in the air like everybody goes Suck on the in streets that carbon dioxide <laughs> Ooh. um so like it's just kind of like crazy that like yeah i have here if one percent of that is lost then like the results are going to be catastrophic like and that's just one percent yeah one percent you think that that's it's just a like small amount but like it's crazy yeah actually just going back to the stuff about the bycatch i so i actually watched cowspiracy as well so it's like a similar kind of vibe but it's about more the like agriculture and the like dairy and like meat farming industry um and like how also that is like a severely contributing factor to the destruction of those on there and all of that stuff and there was an analogy made in that how um because it kind of goes about like overfishing so like overgrazing and overfishing like kind of they're all causing problems and the comparison made of like bycatch in the ocean was say if you were to picture like africa and like the african plains and like all of that and if um someone was like trying basically had like a big like net or whatever and was like catching gazelle the like antelope kind of things or whatever they are um but if like within that while they're catching them they're picking up elephants and giraffes and lions and like all of those other like animals that are like native there if they're like picking them up people will be like what the hell and just absolutely wouldn't stand for it because they'd be able to like physically see it yeah so like that it's the same thing that's going on in the ocean yeah that's it like just because it's under the sea doesn't mean it's not happening exactly you know just because you can't like say like kind of picture it because obviously the ocean is such a like 
wild concept and so deep to like what's the fear what's the fear the last phobia (laughs) something i've recently think i've developed (laughs) shout out to our friend who has a severe case of it we'll get you on to talk about it um, and we egg her on by sending her terrifying tiktoks (laughs) well even think of it now i kind of love it though at the same time like i I love it but i hate it like i like when we go swimming i'm like this is great and then all of a sudden i go I'm like something's gonna just come up and go. <laughs> oh yeah, like we'll be in the oh. Irish Sea, and I'm just like, there's a great white underneath. I'm literally like, I'm like, I'm like three meters. There's a shark the in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, ugh. Anyway, yeah. but that's a. We'll have a whole fear oh, episode yeah. one day. We're gonna have that. phobias yeah. and freaky shit. A random thing actually, because the documentary focuses a lot on how this is all happening in terms of like Asia yeah, and all of that yeah. but in Finn's IGTV she actually said that in India they recognise dolphins and whales as humans I so it's not loved this so yes. this man I can't even remember your man's name who does Seaspiracy it should have been called Conspiracy. I actually saw that it's actually but, more of um, a wordplay on piracy and not conspiracy. Oh, okay, well, yeah. that makes sense. Because I was like, conspiracy. yeah, because I was mad about that too. Because I was like, mm, we love a good pun around here. <laughs> yeah, we do, but yeah. So like, while like you're watching, you just remember like some of it isn't fact. Yeah. So just like the fact that like in India, which is the biggest, not in terms of like space, but, like the biggest, like but there's yeah, there's like one billion people there. It's but the um, most populated place on. But it's actually the highest um per capita of vegetarians i don't know if i said that sentence right but basically like a lot of the population are actually vegetarians there so like it's not true to go asia because it's not everywhere no in asia at all like it was very and also what you were saying it's all the like big corporations like majority of them are owned like are european and american And like if anything america and europe are the the main problem i think this guy just decided now Mm -hmm. like that's I'm not kind of like giving Andrew because that's that's just the research that he did. Yeah. But he was kind of portraying it in a way of like, this is the only problem where it's like, turn around and look at the bigger issue. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and there is as well, if you do your research on where your fish is coming from, if you are somebody that does like eating fish and isn't necessarily going to stop eating fish... If you just look at where it's coming from, yeah, it makes such a big think, difference. Uh, as much as even watching like the scenes of like um like the fish dying and like animals being killed and like blah blah, blah and it's so like harrowing and like so sad. But like at the same time, like that is like people's livelihood. So like I don't have any issue with say like if I was to hop out on a little a little rowboat with a fishing rod <laughs> and catch my own fish for my dinner. Like there's no issue with that or like mm. the small more like just normal like sized fishing boats with their like crew of you know six people or whatever and they're just going out catching fish for like the restaurant that's down the road and that's all they stock like I don't think that there's yeah it's issue in that it's the overfishing it's just the it's big the corporations yeah. and, and like companies Finn was saying that like I think it's with restaurants in Donegal yeah. like sourced locally so it's I actually loved the fish shop beside me because I was doing my research because Ooh, yeah. I first of all like I, I was gonna say I do eat fish so like I but I will always buy it off them because like it also is just nicer and because mm. it's Definitely more ask them where they're getting it from. I already looked up Ooh. they get it from Kilmore Key, which is also where I think 
Um, she mentioned it in her. I think she did. Yeah, yeah. So that's just like the way. Now I could be wrong, but like the way I took it is that they will fish a certain amount, and that's it. So like a restaurant, maybe will get say for example five lobsters for a weekend. Yeah. And that's it. They I'd don't say if like a six person comes in to order lobster, theirs isn't actually any. Yeah, there. they're not gonna it's have not any like, like so frozen ready ones to go. Yeah. They get what they get and that's it. Mm. There's no like whereas like the big places will just kind of they mass, mass order, yeah. do it to yeah. like push it out. So there is definitely I think it's better ways of doing yeah, it. Yeah, instead of just being like never fish again because it, like it is people's like livelihood yeah, and like, like there living is and like small how. villages. Where did she say? In Africa, who literally all like the whole village, their livelihood yeah. is fishing and even their like their jobs, but as well their source of protein, like how they're surviving is the fish. Yeah, there was something that I saw. I cannot remember which documentary it was in now because I watched. Um, so I watched Sea Spiracy. Then I watched Mission Blue, which is Sylvia Earle's own documentary, which came out in 2014. So she was actually mentioned in Sea Spiracy. This like woman who basically sounds, she's a goat. She, yeah, she's a goat. She's fucking unreal. Um, Sally like, didn't know about her earlier. But yeah, I know. Yeah, like has, David like, Attenborough. She has that yeah. kind of like. That kind of a person, and I just hadn't heard of her. She's so. cool. But and then I also watched Cowspiracy as well. I went on a rampage <laughs> and watched it all. Um, <laughs> but I actually saw because say it was um, places in Africa. I don't know specific where, but they would have gone out and just like gone in their little boats and like fished and like yeah. that's what they did. But then because of all the like big trawlers coming in, they can't compete with that, so they can't catch any fish. So then they come back in on land. And because they can't catch their fish, they start eating like what they can find on the land, which is kind of random animals and stuff, which then is what actually like led to like the Ebola crisis. And like you could, you know, you could um, <laughs> parallel that. You could put two and two together there. Yeah, yeah you could figure that out. But it out. actually is like that's how it happens and also that's kind of lack of education and stuff too yeah. that's where, the like, main people issue just I think. To, like, fo- yeah it's a severe lack of education and just people like going well if I can't catch my fish like I just I need to eat something yeah. so I'm gonna eat like all these like random animals and that's also a thing I was talking to someone recently about from she's so she's from Asia I think Hong Kong um and she was like we were talking about like shark fin soup and like all of that and like how it's such a like thing over there like Mm -hmm. and um she was saying that obviously like now a lot less people have it but it is to do like it is around a lack of education because people didn't actually like realize that um it doesn't have any nutritional value it doesn't even have a taste it was just like a thing because they're like oh like this is just a like a cultural thing over here so like we're gonna like eat it but now that like when people get educated they're like oh this is actually causing like severe problems like me eating this because yeah. obviously the sharks and stuff so like it it's all like about like educating yourself and like others yeah but and i think as well educating in a non-biased way because yeah. a lot of people who like reply to us on instagram at hot girl era shameless well, plug, we have to do it um we're saying that it was very pushed it's not like a here's what's happening it was very much like an attack of like mm. meh do you know what 
you know? Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, it did feel very uh, fucking... And I don't think it gave really any, like, solutions other than just stop eating fish. Because there is more ethical and more moral and more... There is, ...environmentally but I think, conscious ways of doing it. I think also, though, if, like, it, like this is, like, the conclusion that, like, I've come to after, like, watching, like, numerous things, even David Attenborough's... Um, documentary the newest one that came I think it was like in January or something it was really recent I'm obsessed with him but like after like watching that and like these and stuff I feel like the conclusion is that like one should eat a more plant based diet you don't have to do it all the time no but like if if say if literally everybody did that for five days of the week and then like if everybody did that five days a week there would be so much less consumed even if everybody did it one day a week that but like if everybody did it yeah i know but like do you know what i mean then it would actually have this is what i wanted to touch on is that i think and i used to be guilty of this i think a lot of people have the mindset of i'm only one person what difference am i gonna make but like hundreds and thousands of people are thinking that so it's not actually just you yeah. But like you make such a difference whether you think it or not because that's, this is people's issues. They go, ah, like I'm only one person, I'm not going to make a difference. But if a hundred people think that, then that's a hundred people having these issues or like causing Yeah, so these. like if everybody went, I'm only one person, what can I do? But if everybody that was thinking that made a change, yeah, then that's a like, hundred people making a change. Yeah, like I, so... Michael Jackson just came to my head there. I was like, make a change. But like, so I, I feel like I don't really tell many people this because the looks that you get when you tell people. So I've actually started eating more plant-based and um, I'm not perfect you're not going to be perfect once you start off but like I have like so anything that I cook myself and buy myself is actually like all like plant-based food or like whatever yeah and um but like when, when I tell people they're like wow and like the looks which the judgment which, which, which is my so mind because like, it's yeah. like because like okay I'm not perfect I definitely do try and eat less meat or at more ethically sourced I think that's the right way yeah. more betterly better so, well, whatever so I don't expect people to judge me so why would I judge you and also it's kind of like a but it's like it's I'm trying to do something good yeah here, but it's also well. like, like why am I getting judged it's also like why should I care so much not in yeah. the sense of like it's not make any sense but like why should I care what you're doing like why should I get the opinion affect you yeah, yeah like exactly. technically it does in a better way but, but yeah like, exactly like I'm, in the sense, I'm trying to help the world yeah in the sense of on. like why should I care like it's not like I have to like watch you it's not like I'm a bird here and regurgitating the food for you so yeah like, it's you just know like, what I mean like why yeah like I care just like yeah exactly so like I literally don't tell people because I'm like people are gonna be like oh you're a bird and I'm no. just like mm, but like no I just want to save the planet that we're living because yeah. I actually have thing written here and this is what like Sylvia Earle said at the end of her thing and it was like what we have on earth is all we'll ever have yeah everything that we have right now like we can't make more we can't just magically have like more of these fish like we can't just put more fish out like we have we have to protect what we have yeah. you know and it's like even at that it's like yeah okay we've got science and everything but like that's not natural yeah exactly like because you can't get all of like the stuff that you do need so even um what people are saying about like oh but like i need to get like my omega oils and, like blah blah like doesn't that come from fish well actually it, it comes from the like seaweed and the algae and yeah. stuff that the fish eat so you could actually just get the omega oils and stuff directly from that algae instead like one, yeah or the seaweed or whichever like the marine plants like get it straight from that instead of like eating the fish that also have like so many like toxins and like mercury and you yeah know, like, and even like people who take supplements yeah. there is 
Finn talked about it, but I can't remember the name. But there is there's like an the vegan options, yeah, which are basically made from like the marine plants instead of from the fish oils. Yeah, which actually I'm gonna look into because I take them, but I have like a big tub. So obviously I'm not gonna throw away the tub that I have of the omega oil tablets yeah like i'm gonna use them but like when i'm going to buy a new tub i'm gonna get the option that's definitely like the vegan one and not from fish oil. yeah like i think i take collagen powder um in my coffee I'm just, I don't <laughs> go on we're trying to stay youthful but i i've been doing it for a few months now but the one that i buy is like sustainably sourced like not from any sort of caged animals like mm. Done, but but I had but then I was in the shop one day and they didn't have that one and I had to buy another one and then like reading the label of the other one says nothing like that yeah so, so it's, it's kind of like there is options for like more ethical ways I think that that's more what I would want to not push because I'm not pushing anything on anybody but like if because I know there's gonna be people who because I feel like while you and I share opinion we also have different ones because like I will admit I eat meat and yeah. I eat dairy and like I don't actually eat fish that much but like I do yeah like fish so like it's yeah. and so I like mean that. like I like it too but I'm not gonna eat it anymore yeah but, you know. yeah we're not like asking you just to stop yeah but just think of like okay is there a better way of me doing it it's the same as like when you go to the shop and it's like you know when people are you gonna pick a... up a pepper that's like loose and not got any plastic packaging or are you yeah. gonna pick up a pepper that <gasps> has a plastic bag around it yeah so it's like little things like that yeah just think of that in terms of like your food buying and like where you're buying it and like are you gonna buy it in a big supermarket that's just getting a shit ton sent in the more are you gonna go to like also like support local yeah who, like we are such advocates for that as you everybody know knows <laughs> shout out saturday who wants to be next <laughs> i think also like a lot of a thing that like a lot of people were saying about seaspiracy is that like there seemed to look like there was like a lack of hope in it yeah it was very like negative it was very and, like um, negative and you did somber. come away f- yeah yeah like you did come away from it yeah feeling Ooh. yeah like my first instinct after watching it was like no i'm never gonna eat fish again that's it but then after i'm gonna keep shedding out finn because i just found that really a yeah. lot more helpful than seaspiracy watching that made me go okay no I can definitely reduce the amount of fish I eat or and I can also choose better ways of getting it mm. and things like that or even certain kinds of fish yeah because you know w- what were they saying There's in more Seaspiracy that are like about more ex- not extinct more endangered and like yeah exactly there was like another so when I was watching Mission Blue which you should watch as well if you are interested and stuff um there was a thing about these things called dead zones in the ocean, which is basically zones like kind of around coasts and stuff that are basically dead from like fertilizer runoff um, into like rivers and stuff, which then obviously eventually like runs into the ocean. So all of these like chemicals and stuff build up and like, you know, kill off like plant life, fish, blah, blah. Mm. And there's like loads of these. But at the like end of it, she was like not to end it like really badly like I want to end this hopefully um hopefully yeah that there are these things called hope spots which is like actually a really nice way to end it so it's like areas that have been like were dead zones and they've been like made like protected or whatever Mm. and um 
so basically like nothing can happen like they they were like fully like dead and then they've like stopped like all like fishing or whatever like on it and they do actually like come back to life you can like you see them like come back and like revive and like everything so it's like a nice way to like end it so they're like called hope spots because they give hope yeah do you know so like if that like if there's like more of them around like i think the goal is like to have more of these hope spots and like make them bigger and like yeah more hope spots than bad spots yeah so then like there's more hope spots which gives more hope and then people see that these things work and then they do it for like large areas and then eventually hopefully fingers crossed the oceans won't be empty by 2048 I don't know how oh my god I was literally like are we still gonna be alive by then I'm like it's only like 20 years away but actually I don't know fully how accurate that is I think that um, might have slightly changed but that was the prediction the original prediction that the oceans would be empty by 2048 not to terrify anybody just trying to spit some facts just to also add we're not perfect nobody's perfect nobody's perfect (laughs) Um, but there's also like we have to remember is unfortunately we can do a lot of things and they're go- they are gonna make a difference. Yeah. But like um what Finn was saying was what happens as well is some things just We're gonna have to tie her in this. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll see if we can put her um oh, IGTV on yeah, we'll share it. and see yeah. if we can highlight it as well. We'll probably make a conspiracy highlight as yeah. well for like facts for y'all. But anyway, she was basically saying that like there's things that we can do that are really great, but they're also gonna have a negative impact. So it's mm-hmm. like she was talking about wind turbines that obviously like are great. It's like yeah, but wind energy. Whoop. Wind energy is great, but like they're I'm gonna be a little They'd bit. Still be killing the birds. They, they they kill birds, and that's not necessarily they don't obviously don't do it on purpose. But like yeah. so, it's just to remember that like not everything is perfect. So like wind turbines are great, and it's a great source of energy. But they but I birds. would say also though the amount of birds killed hopefully isn't enough to like say like wipe out um no it breed, wouldn't you know be. what i mean so it's like the the pros outweigh the cons yeah that's it so like it's kind of i think what she was saying was that there yeah. is there's going to be cons to every pro but it's more about the pros overweighing the cons yeah exactly <laughs> just to remember that so it's not like you know life is not perfect yeah. we, we could make it a little better we could yeah. do some more so i think like the most important message to take away from this is kind of to just Think. okay well first of all if you haven't seen it watch it yeah and then go and do your own research as well yes like definitely for your would, own opinion as yeah. well like i would recommend watching even like other documentaries about it like i watch mission blue there's other ones on netflix if you haven't seen david attenborough's one yet go and watch it yeah the most recent one also cowspiracy if um so that one is about the like dairy and meat industry and like agriculture farming all of that stuff which is a similar kind of topic does has similar effects on stuff um, yeah so like you know if you are interested in that or even if you don't want to watch a documentary everybody's on instagram there's so many pages yeah not specific seriously have an instagram page that have facts on it if you just want to do like a quick read you don't want to sit down yeah. and watch a documentary. there's a few posts that i have saved yeah that I'll share on the story yeah but there is also like like just literally like your majority of you if not all of you will be going on instagram scrolling so just have a quick even just look it up and you'll find facts and if even if you learn one thing that's one thing new that you've learned and it might change the way you do something it could change your life 
yeah so like I can't stress it enough coming from somebody who definitely isn't perfect definitely there's stuff that I will now do better and like put more thought into yeah like I'm not perfect but the main yeah, thing like, I'm I not perfect say is, either but here I am like I'm trying my best yeah and that's all you can do because like yeah that's what we're taught in school just try your I best I also have another quote here which is from the end of Cowspiracy and it's like do what you can do as well as you can and do it every day of your life yeah that's it and I think that's a good motto to just like end it on um, yeah yeah. we'll talk to you guys next week goodbye my darlings